Yes, but we live in different times. No, I'm saying, man, I was just about getting kisses on cheeks from girls when I was in year six. I don't know why you keep. And not even, and not always catching them. Nah, because it's the wrong fucking. Now they were dickheads. It's the whole R1, in it? Fucking. It's the whole R1 for dear life, bro. Now when I catch them. Wait, did you ever play Kiss Chase where they chased you? Yeah. Did you like slow down on purpose? Catch me, cuz. Yo, I'm not gonna lie, yeah. Did you trip? Yo, I'm not gonna lie, yeah. Yo, I tripped a couple times, man. Kiss Chase was wild. Kiss Chase was wild, though. Kiss Chase was a wild game. Kiss Chase was a wild game. I said, where you going? We're like, Scorpio, get over here. I Kiss Chase was wild, bro. What? I said, you tripped now, but we went on bypass. I scratched my knee a couple times. Yo, Pete said he fell on purpose, bro. A couple times. Swear. And it was those melodramatic ones. Like, oh. no. <laughs> you know, Prince, you know the sound that Prince makes when he's like, when he, he <laughs> does, ACL. Yo, my ACL. Yo, Prince has the sound that he makes on certain tracks. Well, yeah, I'm up. <laughs> fam, I said he told biscuits, fam. I used, to, I used to slip like Gerard or something. No, never mind. Hey, never relax. Mind. Never mind, never mind, never mind. Never Too fussy. Why you gonna do that? I don't know, you know that. I don't know. Sorry, guys. Because <laughs> I said it, yeah. As soon as he came about, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Where did I go here? What's going on world? Welcome to episode 25 of the Rhymes Like Dimes podcast with your boys Mo. Yeah. Peter. What's good? And myself, Yummy. Episode 25, guys, how we doing? Good, man. We're here, man. God is good. All the time? All the time. God is good. Amen. Amen. How's things going, guys? Hey, man. I'm breathing. Breathing? I'm breathing. That's it. You heard that song? Breathing. Breathe. Who was that? What song? Hey, breathing. This is where you deep Breathe into. out. This, this is where you breathing. dig into your like big category of like songs that you know. No, who was it? That no one else does. I remember it was in the you, it was in you Got Served. Oh, Fat Man Scoop. That's who it was, that fat bastard, fam. There we go, fam. There in we go. 2020, you're singing a Fat Man Scoop song. I don't know why it came to me because I like we breathing, innit? Breathing. Nah, anyway. And you remember the other song, Breathe Shut Straight? No, I don't. No, no, I'm, 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 he's favorite artist of all time, fam. Yeah, breathe, stretch, shake. Oh, Mace. It, there we go. <laughs> Gosh. Mace. Nah, but yeah, I'm good, man. Guys, that's, how's that's your week's been? <laughs> hey, man, just working. Same shit as always, bruv. Always. Same shit, bruv. I'm just ready for annual leave at this point. Oh, fair enough. You take a lot of days off? Nah, man. I'm just waiting for annual leave, but it's not one coming up in it, so. Oh, sweet. Nah, hey. really. My life's kind of boring. You always say this. It really is. You guys know that. Jazz it up then. Nah, I'm good for Some people are happy with I mean, boring lives. Good to live with boring. Off the pod. I'm, I'm good for a boring. <laughs> I'm good for a boring life. I don't know why <laughs> I need to chat. I said, Bru- Spruce. Nah, I'm all right. I like my boring life. Go work, go home. What about you, Pete? Um, it's been a good week, man. Um, it sure has. <laughs> <laughs> Could have said the same about you two. Uh, yeah, I've just been working, man. I caught that, Yemi. <laughs> really. I caught that, Yemi. Putting in work. <laughs> that's it, really. Man. Just, <laughs> I wanted to. Um, these laughs from Yemi are disgusting. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to schedule in to go and watch um, Slim and Queen. Queen and Slim. Queen and Slim, yeah. I haven't got around to it yet. But I watched that on Valentine's Day. Was it good? Um, oh, yeah. How was you, man's Valentine's Day? It was good, man. Um, it was the 14th of February. Feel you. <laughs> Yummy? Yeah, it was cool. I went to um, my girl's workplace, delivered her some flowers. Ooh, oh, you romance. delivered it yourself? I delivered it myself. Oh, kill him. Yes. Ooh. Ooh. What kind of flowers? What kind of flowers? You guys. You see what she tweeted me? Yes, I did. And I loved it. I was dying. I loved it. Yo, what kind of flowers? What kind of flowers? Just so people know what levels you're saying. They were... Uh, 
A bouquet of roses. A bouquet. Red, red and white roses from Sage Flowers. Shout out Ooh. to Sage Flowers. Ooh. Shout out to Sage. Uh, shout out to Sage. And um, yeah, did that. And then we went and saw Queen and Slim. It's all right. It's not like amazing, wow. amazing. I think it's filmed great, but the actual story and stuff, like it's okay. Mm. It's nothing crazy. Fair enough. I'm but, still going to check it out. Yeah, check it out by all means. But yeah, it was all right. You're going to ask me what I did for Valentine's Day? What did you do for Valentine's Absolutely Day? Absolutely nothing. You didn't even let me get my I chilled. Out. I was on my couch alone. And then, yeah, that was it. So you didn't feel at all unhappy? No, I felt extremely happy. Okay. Well, I'm glad. Thank you very much, sir. <laughs> Why don't you let me make you a playlist? I wanted to make someone a playlist. For what? Just for all like, the lovers out there. I just wanted to, you know. Well, we can play this playlist. Yeah. I mean, I was out most of the day. So I don't know when I've been able to use this playlist. Oh, okay. But I mean, also, like, keep I've it. seen the playlists that you make on my Spotify. Yeah, keep but it. those of like, for particular people. This yeah, would have been for what? Just a regular schmegular Valentine's No, for place. like, you know, Valentine's occasion. Yeah, keep it. Get, just, let me why, get in my Valentine's bag. You can still make one. Yeah, just, yeah. Just make, just rename it in romance or something. Yeah, but yeah. who's going to listen? Someone. People. Someone. Not me. Anyone going to ask me what, how my week was? Um, um no. No. <laughs> how was your week? I'm going to tell you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so last Saturday, yeah, I get an email from one magazine in the face and they're like, yo, we want you to do a piece interviewing the, um, Head of the director of Urban Music at YouTube. Um, but before that, you're invited to this YouTube brunch that he's holding the next day. So I was like, calm, go to the YouTube brunch. All right, now we're talking. The whole industry's there. I'm talking, I met Georgia Smith. Oh, so. Hugged her even. Oh, uh, yeah. no, 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 wait, 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 yeah. Yo, yeah, any yeah. listeners. Let me finish, let me finish, let me finish. It is what it is, bruv. Huh? So if I said to anyone listening, well, it's the first time we're hearing this story as well. Yes. So these are real life reactions. Exactly. So you met Georgia Smith. Met Georgia Smith. What she um, smell like? Huh? What she smell like? <laughs> she smelled. <laughs> sure. She, she looked great. She someone, looked, someone. Man, she said, what she smell like? There was someone chat to Mohammed, man. Well, to quote Peter, she smelled divine. Did she smell divine? She smelled divine. Just as I expect. <laughs> I also uh, met Burner Boy as well. Um, Yo, who had, is Yemi yeah, had, had, had a conversation with him as well because um, he was with Steph London, and his music, his music, his music was playing. Everyone was turning up and that. And I was next to him, like, by chance. So I was one of the times, like, yo, do you find it weird hearing your music, like, out? And he was like, he just looked at me and was like, yeah, a little bit. And then we just dapped and kept it moving. Mm. So I count that as a conversation. That's definitely um, a conversation. Sound guy. Um, there are other people there, man. I saw, like, AJ Tracy, Novelist, some drill guys, like, mm. industry people that aren't rappers or musicians. Like, it was just lit. And it was good. It was good, it was good vibes, man. It was very, very good vibes. So that was, like, the first proper, like, it was kind of like the UK Rock Nation brunch, in a sense. Because there was just loads oh. of people. Yeah, exactly. It was just loads of people there that obviously aren't to that level, but if it was like a UK version, that would have been it. Yeah. And yeah, man, it was dope. It was what was vibe. the occasion? The occasion was, so it was the excellence brunch. So it was basically celebrating black British excellence. It literally was Rock Nation brunch. Oh, I like that. Black British excellence, essentially. So, was, so did you meet the YouTube thinker? Yes. His name is Tuma Bassa. Shout out to Tuma Bassa. He's a very sound guy. He's from, originally from, he's got random parents. He was raised in Zimbabwe and the States. He's based in New York now. And he's just a mad, he's a massive hip hop head as well. So we just chopping up about hip hop and just about YouTube generally. Tell him to stream the pod. I didn't tell him to stream the pod, but I did get a link to the YouTube. So in due course, we'll Don't. be able to hopefully do things. Swear. Not swear, but you know, they know who I am. <laughs> Fuck yeah. that, you met so, Georgia, bro. But yeah, going back to the Georgia Smith thing, like, how did you man like come to hugging? Yeah, how did so, you get to hugging? I have a friend. Do you know what it means to be on a hug basis with like a Georgia? 
<laughs> I'm just saying. No. The fact she's real. Stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I was with a friend of mine just chilling at the brunch and she was like... Hold on, hold on. So where were our invites? Big man, I got the invite the day before. I would have come. I would have dropped everything. I still would have dropped everything. You would have dropped everything. I would have dropped well, everything. Eki was meant to come and then very last minute on the day, she couldn't. What day was it? And that was like an hour before. What day what was, day was it? it? Uh, last yeah. Sunday. I would have, I was even off. Nah, safe. What do you mean? I would have rolled. Pete, would you have rolled? I was only allowed, yeah. I was oh. only allowed one plus one and she dropped out within the hour of me going there. So... Where was it? It was in... 14 Hills restaurant in Fenchurch Street. Very Shit. fancy place. That's about an hour away from me. About an hour away from you. Yeah, fam. Dropped the hour. I would have been there in an hour. I didn't want to inconvenience you guys because <laughs> I, I, I would have admit it would have been very last minute. I probably wouldn't have come. Exactly. This is what I mean. <laughs> that's why I said. I'm never going to lie to you. Hour. I mean, exactly. <laughs> you might know me, man. I'm not really. That's you, not my you scene, isn't it? You would have been overwhelmed. 100%. Yeah, that's not my scene. Because even me, I was like. Yeah, yeah if he saw cool. Burner, he would have got overwhelmed. Yeah. Why Burner? It's you. I love Burner, but yeah, that's what I, think you I don't think he's overwhelming me. Who else was there? Everyone there, I think Burner would. Yeah, who else was there first? Bare people, man. Um, that we would care for. Was Burner the biggest artist? One of them, yeah. So Burner, Georgia, um, Asia Tracy, novelist. How do you uh, get to hugging Georgia, bro? So I have a friend who knows Georgia, and she was like, "Yo, I'll introduce you to her." And then I didn't even expect the hug to come. She was like, "Oh yeah, I'm Georgia." She just reached forward, and I was like, "All right, cool." I mean, I mean, and was Stormzy there? Stormzy was not there. He was meant to be there. He was on the guest list. Was my Jammer there? No, she was not there. So. That was Sunday. Head start would have cracked him. Yeah, pretty much. He was on the guest list though, but so so the, the sugar babes were there. Like the original oh, sugar Keisha. Babes. Keisha was there. Oh, Mucha was there. She looks I love Keisha. Keisha was there. She ain't aged a bit. Yo, I love Keisha. Yeah, sugar man. babes. Sugar babes. I even forgot what their song was. You got a few. I mean, that's not classics. Exactly yeah, Keisha's yeah. classics. Yeah. Round round is a classic. Are they go? I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but it is a classic. I mean, they're not classic. exactly. They don't worry about that. So that was Sunday. Tuesday now comes. Wait, there's more. There's more. Tuesday, the, the day of the Brits, yeah? And shout out to Stormzy and Dave who won awards. Dave won Best British Album. Yeah. And they- uh, Thoroughly Stormzy, deserved. Thoroughly deserved. And Stormzy won Best British Male. Thoroughly deserved. Um, so on the day of the Brits, I interviewed Tumor. It was cool. He speaks at like a million miles an hour. And then- Like Mohammed. Yeah. And then after the Brits, um, me and Eki went to the Since 93 after party. And I saw- You went to the Brits yeah, after party? I went to a Brits after Did you go to the Brits? Your social life is popping, bruv. Wait, wait, it isn't, no. It really isn't. No, it is, though. Did you go to the Brits? Here's the thing, it's not. Did you go to the Brits? I didn't go to the Brits. Because we all said a fight if you went to the Brits. No, I, I didn't go to the Brits. You went to the Brits? No, when I'm older, I want to be like you, man. Big man. Big man, wait, you went to the Brits? How was that? Look, look, The last week, my social life has been No, no, no. But generally, no. How did you get into the Brits after party? For Ricky. Wait, you went to the Brits after party? A Brits after party, because there was loads The main one? No. So basically, all the major labels have their after party. Okay. Artists have their after parties. And we went to a since, 90, since 93, which is a sub-label of um, Sony. So they had their party, which was an amazing party apparently last year that everyone was at. So we went this year. I saw Marlon Harewood. <laughs> West Ham. <laughs> Not in the West Ham. West Ham, Marlon Harewood. Yes. And I saw Rian Brewster. Oh, bro. No, you go Forest. Not in the Forest, yeah. I saw Michael Ward, top boy. Top boy. Yeah. It was like industry part two, essentially. Um, Fredo H, Stormzy came for a bit. Um, the whole the whole urban scene, man. Who do you think you are, fam? Bro, it was a, no, it was this yo, week. Yemi's elevated. It was just this week. Yemi's elevated. Yemi's gone though. clear. I haven't. Yo, Big Man, you hugged Georgia Swift. Don't have I haven't gone clear. Big Man, don't have clear. Big Man, don't have You've hugged Georgia Swift. You spoke to Burner Boy. You're a different level right now. I'm trying to get it like you. Hey, man. Hey, man. But that's why I wanted to 
not tell you guys. No, you're different. You're different. Just I wanted to hear your reaction. No, you're different, bro. Do you know it's the Hulk Jordan Smith? That's a great week, though. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, man, you had a busy one. It was all right, still. Now that's a week. That was definitely a week. Like, don't ask me about my week and then expect you me to be telling you something when I just no, go to work annoyed. and come home. You had that in the tuck, fam. No, you're a dickhead. You had that in the tuck. No, I did, I did, I did. You know what's bad? This guy had in the tuck a hundred George Smith. <laughs> <laughs> a whole week. A whole week. I might have even spoken to him on Sunday. Bruh. <laughs> we speak every day in this group chat. <laughs> At no point did he want to tell me that girl smell like I was, I was close to telling you guys on Sunday, though. And then I thought... Hey, let me save it for the pod. This guy, at no point did he want to mention that. Yeah, I'd prefer that. Just you smoke George Smith. I'm a dickhead, fam. <laughs> I'm a dickhead, bro. And you, and you asked me, how are you on Monday? Knowing the day did before I? you smoke. <laughs> the woman that smells like heavily roses, fam. Just rose petals. <laughs> bro, I think he even posted on Insta you was at some industry thing. Yes, I did. That I was, was going to ask you. That was the brunch. I was going to ask you, what are you doing? I and probably would have told you there and then. Something told me, no, let me hold off. <laughs> and this is why. You see how God works in mysterious ways, fam? Because <laughs> this bastard's out here smelling George Smith's neck. I wasn't building her neck. It was more her hair. That's but enough for me, Well, well, after that elongated intro, let's get into the first topic, guys. Fucking me, Georgia so, Smith, um, from smelling her neck. So, proud something also happened on Saturday, yeah. Um, Stormzy and Wiley. They um, flipping <laughs> resumed their beef. Um, it got to a point where Stormzy basically challenged Wiley to a clash on radio there and then. Um, Respect. And Wiley basically said... You know I'm at the country. Why are you doing these tricks? I'm not gonna fall for your tricks. This, that, and the other. He went to go visit his mum. Went to go visit his mum in Cyprus, allegedly. Um, and the internet went mad because people were just saying like, "Yo, if you're already grime, if you're already about it, you would do it. Like, stop hiding stuff like that." And why they just kept going on and on and on, trying to expose Stormzy's DMs, trying to send for other people and stuff like that. And it's just a continuation of the beef. So. It all looked a, it all looked very moist, basically. He was made out to look like a very moist man. So I guess the question I want an answer to is with all of these beefs that have pretty much been non-stop since the start of the year and the end of last, is Wiley the godfather of Grime, Esky Boy, the reason why everybody's here, is tarnishing it? his legacy oh. with, um, with his activity? Sure answer, yes. I feel like I'm going to get to the long answer. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. just a short answer being yes. Um, I feel like he's... How can I put it? Like, there's a whole generation that didn't know who Wiley was. I feel like just naturally. So if you're a legend, there's a certain way you walk. There's a certain way you carry yourself. And with Wiley, Wiley carries himself... I've never seen a legend carry himself like Wiley. Like, at one point, I think it was every other week, Wiley was sending for someone else, sending for someone else, sending for someone else. And then when you're, and with Wiley, Wiley's always, I, mean, I don't know if you remember like three, four months ago, Wiley's main thing was, yo, let's clash, let's clash, let's clash, let's clash, let's clash. Cool, you've come from that. You started this shit. Cool. Now you've got someone who beat the fuck out of you when you go back and forth. Like Molly whopped you. Don't say that. Yeah. <laughs> let's relax. Molly whopped. Let's take a step back. Let's breathe. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Right. He, 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 he fatalitied you. Babyality, animality, cruelty, animality. All, yeah, all the motherfucking alities in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> but it wasn't that though. Yes, it was. Because you know why it was that? You don't, don't even deep it. This is what I deep. What don't we deep? This is what you don't deep. Because I didn't think he got mollywhopped. Do you know what I decided he got mollywhopped? When my man was really in Cyprus five days ago. And I said, yeah. Because my man said, your mom's in. Because I didn't even believe that bit. And then last week he actually was in Cyprus. That plays into the diss again. But he lives in Cyprus. He's got a house in Cyprus. He, no, but I thought he lived in the UK and he was just out in Cyprus. He's uh, He's... In and out. Well, I take it to believe that he was with his mum. And? Which adds to that bar a thousand times. 
more if you get what I mean. Yeah, but if him How? being in Cyprus anyway, because if you legit got, if your if your mom legit got chased out to Cyprus, you look wild. You don't know the reasons as to why she's. I'm not saying. There. I'm just saying. He said it's not true. He said it's in, she's in a pret and I mean, Bethnal then, Green. Then it depends on who's. Opinion you take, bro. Nas said that Jay was taking fucking Taekwondo. I just said we to don't you, know that. I just, for... said to you, I just said to you, I don't know if it's true or not. However, you being in Cyprus, leads me to believe, me being me, that potentially is true. He did lose the war. He what? He, he got molly. He lost the war because he brought a knife to a gunfight. Yeah, and what yeah, I mean did. by that yeah, is yeah. he brought old school methods of clashing into a new age where you need moments, you need punchlines, you need, you need one liners, memorable yeah. things that people are going to remember the clash for, the song for. Things are going to embarrass your opponent. All he did was try to bar Stormzy. And he didn't really do it. He didn't even do that amazingly. Stormzy won the bars as well. I don't know if he won the I bars. I think Stormzy won the bars as well. I don't know. Because Wiley's think, always going to be a better MC. Yeah, but I don't think Wiley had any... I can't remember any quotable from his diss to Stormzy. He didn't have anything for him. Yeah, I don't remember no. any quotables from Stormzy. I don't think either one oh, was that amazing. Head, I can remember nah, Terminal he, 4. G-Check Cadell. Yeah, Terminal you know, 4. Mom in Cyprus. Yeah. That's literally the, like, you still remember three. But those are all you need. Yeah, yeah. Those, are, those are all you need, really. Like, Terminal 4 was trending. It's I like you're hiding like, a child. Yeah, like, that's enough. But anyway, yeah, so. But wait, that, hold on. You said something. You said that there's a whole generation that don't know Wiley. What generation not, is not, that? Don't Wiley. I feel like, not limited to not, don't know Wiley, but they don't know Wiley for music. I feel like there's what a generation. What generation is now, that? I feel like the generation, that's why that's 17 and under. That's the 10 year gap from us. When you when you're talking about that generation, you gotta give me artists that kind of represent that gen. Cause I'm I'm not really understanding. So take for example Stormzy's core fans. White kids. Yeah. Or like their age range. Like the twenty ones and twenty twos. I don't doubt that they probably have heard of Wiley. Now I feel like they know the I feel like they know more Wiley for Twitter than they do for music. They probably know him for the beef. I yeah, I feel like that's what I'm saying. I feel like Stormzy's following, I feel like Stormzy's following is a generation that's younger than us. Do we agree on that? Yeah. They have a different generation to us. And I feel like that generation doesn't know Wiley for music. They now know Wiley for Twitter rants. Guy mad every five minutes. The, the war that you had with Stormzy. So when you lost that war, you already look kind of sweet, but people lose every day is what it is. Then the second thing, when you just keep coming on Twitter every day, you're now looking like you're holding onto a grudge that's no longer there. And then I feel like when you started this and the main thing you was asking for three months ago was a clash. And then a the guy tells you, yo, I've got f you've got five days. You're in Cyprus now, cool. You've got five days, come back, let's do this. And you're making excuses, asking for Eddie Hearn, which doesn't even make yeah, sense to me. Yeah, I'm trying to yeah, make money. Like you're that, asking yeah, like you're asking for Eddie Hearn, all two. Big man, Eddie Hearn weren't around 10, 15 years ago. Like you, Because the one thing Wiley always talks about is back in the day. He loves talking about back in the day. Eddie Hearn weren't around back in the day. We used to do this shit. Well, not me personally, but you know what I mean. He used to have two mics, because he couldn't afford the headless things. So he used to get two mics, and he used to just go back and forth. That's when I saw Crazy Tish and Dizzy Rascal stop doing it, and they went outside to have beef sometimes. But my point being is, back in the day, there was two mics and that's all I cared about. So that's, louder Eddie Hearn, louder old two, you like talking about back in the day so much. A man's told you, come, you've got five days, come, let's just do this and end it. You've now backed out of that. There's no comeback from that, in yeah. my opinion. I, got, I, I completely disagree with that. How? And I'm not even, so you're I don't want to sound like a Wiley apologist because I'm not, I'm Tell not even, I'm not a massive yeah, fan of Wiley like that. But bruv, Wiley, if Wiley weren't in the country, what do you man want him to do? He's got five days. Is that not enough? How do we... <laughs> we don't even know what his plans were. What if he was there for like two weeks to spend time with his mum? But the same way Stormzy... We don't know if his mum's there. But the same way... <laughs> we don't even know why yeah, he was no, but there. Why they said he was there. How do you man don't know that like Stormzy was very strategic with it? Where... Hey, but let me give you this. Let me just... That's the possibility. No, but it's my counter argument now. The same way Wiley sent for Stormzy. Stormzy dropped everything he was doing and sent back, right? Within 48 hours. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. That's a show of intent. Mm-hmm. Well, Stormy said, yo, you've got five days, you could pick the radio station. I think that's enough. Five days from when exactly? From the day he sent that tweet saying, yo, let's go back and forth. And that was let's, last Saturday. That was last Saturday. It's gone down now. Friday I mean, he was... said he was, he's back in the country for Brits week because he was on tour. He was yeah. on his world tour. So in a sense, maybe he is strategic because he has to work it around his schedule. And he picked a time when... He's back in UK. Whether he knew Storm, uh, why he was going to be away or not, he chose that time because that was the time that he had. Whether he knew why he was going to be away is another thing entirely. But... Wiley was the one that started it. So the winner is now dictating. Stormzy is dictating the terms. Because yeah. that's kind of how it can run. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So with that, Wiley does look a bit foolish. Whether, is Wiley back in the country? I have no clue. I haven't even got a clue. Wiley could be in... But it's also the fact of, not even, even outside of Stormzy, like he's sending for, bad, for mad people and like, Nole sent for him and all he's going to do is, all he does is laugh it off. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, he's picking battles that he doesn't really, either he's not ready for, he's not prepared for, or he just didn't really anticipate. That's his fault though. He hand, fault. he hand picked Stormzy. He hand picked Stormzy to have a war with. I think it was a marketing plan. That's just my opinion. But he hand picked Stormzy. Out of everyone rapping that, he said, I want Stormzy. Sent for him for like months on months. Made a track. Stormzy came back. You came back. Stormzy fatality, you. We move on. You continue doing Twitter. Stormzy said, all right, let's just clash. Let's do what you want. Because the one thing you've asked for more than anything else has been a clash. That's literally what you've been asking for for a year now. So let's do it. And if you don't do it, that's not on Stormzy. Stormzy's doing a world tour. I've given you five days, big man. Mm. You could, you, you make enough money to fly back. But again, it goes back to Peter's point about Stormzy being strategic. Because Is that Wiley his fault, has been though? asking for time and time and time for a clash. And I guess he felt like it got to a point where, okay, cool. You don't want to do it. So if you do want to do it, I'm going to up the ante. I'm going to get Eddie Hearn. I'm going to get old to all that stuff. Not, which is then, a problem in itself because he's letting a stranger into the culture. And he acts like he's the gatekeeper for so long. But that, and but he's accusing Stormzy of doing that. Yeah, that's right, yeah. So that's another issue as well. I didn't even think about that. Like you, yeah, you're, 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 you're well, Stormzy Eddie Hearn. Like, Stormzy said it as well. Yeah, what's the biggest thing you've been arguing? Ed, the biggest thing you've been getting onto Stormzy about was Ed Sheeran. So we're trying to get Eddie Hearn involved for. Eddie Hearn has no stake in this culture. Whereas Nothing. at least Eddie, at least Ed Sheeran. Do you think you, he was being very serious about that? I think he was. About it all too. I yeah. think he was. He kept doing it. He, he kept was. saying it. Yo, like he was not bantering that. He literally he kept, kept saying kept it. He kept hashtagging it. Like, yo, you've sold out all two. Let's bank all two. And then Stormzy was like, you're not going to sell out all two at the back of my name, which makes sense. But if the one thing you've been arguing about has been the culture, the culture, the culture. He just looks silly. What the fuck are you trying to get Eddie Hearn involved for? What are you trying to sell some tickets? Back YouTube live, get two mics and go back and forth. Live stream that bitch. That simple, fam. You twitch if you want. You know what? I'm, I might be an anomaly here, but I feel as though I like what Wiley's doing. I feel as though he's an elder statesman in the culture, right? Yeah. There's nothing wrong with wanting to test your pen against, you know, the next young big star from a generation after you. There's nothing wrong with it. Like now people might disagree with how he's doing it, but him doing it isn't wrong. The points he's raising whilst trying to do that isn't necessarily crazy either. Um, I think we're I think we're completely getting muddled up by the chaos around it and looking past what he's actually trying to do. What he's doing is actually good for the culture. It's bringing some excitement. And, you know, it's, we're from a culture of, you know, competitive, a competitive nature. I'm the best. There's nothing wrong with that. So to your original question, depending on how you look at it, he might be ruining his legacy, but his legacy is so big, I don't think this will be that much of a blemish. Do you think he can do anything that at this point that tarnishes his legacy? Um, 
He's just talking now, isn't it? He's just talking. But that's just Wiley though. This is why like, I feel as though people are misconstruing this a bit because this ain't nothing new. Wiley's, Wiley been, been, yeah. look, Wiley's clashed everybody. Yeah, I agree with you. And this is his tactic. This is what he does. He, he pokes at you to get a reaction. He, he, annoys, <laughs> he annoys the fuck out of you. He's a troll. He's clashed gets, <laughs> dirty dogs, like, scored everybody. Kano. This ain't nothing new. So why is this like, all of a sudden gonna be- Cause it's the, it's, it's a new form the of The thing trolling. that like, no, it's ruins new, his legacy. Cause it's a new form of trolling. There was never Twitter before. Because so you the trolling wasn't in your face. You gotta think about it this way though as well. Like, Wiley came from Grime. Stormzy came from Grime. Wiley is giving Stormzy shit for essentially commercializing Grime with Ed Sheeran, something he had already done with wearing my Rolex, Heatwave, all that stuff. People will argue that he had to do that because Grime isn't making much money at the time. He's pushing the sound, but that's exactly what Stormzy's doing as well. Even if you're not a fan of the music, like, and even if it's not out and out Grime, it's a Grime artist or someone who came from Grime expanding his artistry, expanding his sound, even if it's not Grime. He's accusing, why, he's accusing Stormzy of stuff he'd been done. He's a hypocrite in that sense. Yeah, but he did what Stormzy is doing after he took Grime as far as he felt he could have taken it. What he's accusing Stormzy of is putting out one, two Grime tunes and then busting off and doing something else, and then it's trying to, and then trying to, and, and then trying to come back in and leverage what those that have already been in Grime trying to hold it up have been doing for God knows how long. What do you mean? So Stormzy came out. He came out with the Shut Up Freestyle, right? Yeah. That's what kind of made him blow. Yeah, kind of. One of he them, did yeah. that. And then I guess he went off and started doing more of the poppier stuff. If I'm not mistaken. Fingers though. And then he no, came- No, not really. No? No, not really. I he, think had, he, he came up really. on grime. He had like a yeah, grime, he I had like Dreamer's yeah. Disease. The, that was a grime EP, yeah. essentially. Yeah, Wicked Skate that, that was And that had Where Do You Know Me From, that's grime. Wicked and then Sharp came. Four, Sharp came and right. that's when he started doing more. Him being poppy. So what he's criticizing Stormzy for isn't new. People been talking about it. He's accusing him of, essentially being a bit of a plant and being a bit of a culture vulture. This isn't new. So but I don't understand. I mean, we've discussed this on here. You man feel like, some people felt like, yo, Storms was a plant. <laughs> but with, so what, what Wiley's there's saying, there's isn't that crazy? Vulture, but culture vultures. But when you different. look at it from the perspective of someone who's actually done that as well. I don't think Stormzy from, can be a culture vulture. That's my point, bro. That's what I'm saying. I disagree different. with that. But is he a plant though? And that's what Wiley's getting to. Wiley's main argument with... Yeah, I get what you're saying is. So I don't think he, what he's saying is crazy. But it's hypocritical. But Wiley's done Why is it hypocritical? Wiley, because he did the exact same Wiley's thing. Wiley's made pop songs. Just because Wiley made more grime tunes than Stormzy before he went pop doesn't mean he's more grime. Of course it does. No, it doesn't. How does it not? doing the same thing. How many pop songs did Wiley make? Quite a few, actually. No, he didn't, bruv. Come on, he man. did. How many, how many? Bro, he had albums of pop songs. Not all of him. But Wiley had a few Yeah, but this bro. was an era where Grime was done. Allegedly. It was dead, man. So because it was dead- he, Bro, Chip he, had gone, but so wait, tried to bust out to so America. Because, wait, wait, so like, Gretchen so them man weren't doing much. They were like on the underground. <laughs> Scorch weren't doing much. Kano was making method to the madness, yeah, which the weren't great. The, but yeah, but the theory- so Grime was so, dead. So wait, because it was dead, Wiley was allowed to stop doing it? No, but like you man acting as though Wiley was the only one that was venturing out. I never said that. Well, I said he was one the whole of boy better no, know but he doing was one of them. But what I'm saying is, out of, all, out of all the ones that did it, he did it the least. So you but know, he still did I don't, it. Yeah, but you can't compare what he did to what Stormzy's doing now though. But he still did it. But you cannot compare what he's doing to what, to what Stormzy's did or is doing. You can't. I don't think it's even close. Stormzy's way popular. Do you feel like you're giving him allowance because he is the Godfather? Um, you think because he's an OG? 
I've got a question for you though. Possibly. If Wiley's commercial songs blew as much as Stormzy's has, do you not think Wiley would have continued doing commercial songs? Yeah, he would have. Of course he would have. How many Grime songs does Stormzy make? Grime per album? 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 Mm. I'll say about four. I'd probably say a quarter. A quarter quarter to... Yeah, a quarter. Yeah, it's about four. A a quarter of his albums are probably Grime more time. That's enough though. I I don't necessarily think... And I, I do think it's because we're given special dispensation to Wiley because he is the godfather, because he felt he's, he's the one who has been in the trenches from day dot. But at the same time, he's still gone and done that. Of course, there was an era where Grime was allegedly dead and Chip was doing it. BBK were doing it. DZ was doing it. Fine, that's cool. But you can't then criticize other people for doing it because you've done it. Yeah, but I feel like what Wiley's getting at is the fact that Stormzy doesn't need to do what he's doing now. But he's just, he wants to though. Because that's like, he's that way inclined. And then Wiley's allowed to call him out for it. No? Of course, of course. But you got to look at what you've done in the past as well. Like, you can't throw a, what's it, what's the saying? Like, can't throw shit at a glass house. You know what I mean? That's, that's, that's all I'm saying. Because even if Stormzy came from a grime background, that was what he was influenced by. That's what he wanted to do at the beginning. But then he's also, he also wants to be an artist. And maybe as a grime artist, there's not as much room for growth. And maybe there's other things you want to express. The same way Wiley did with Heatwave and all the other electro shit. I just think it's a bit hypocritical for Wiley to say that. Just because he's the godfather don't mean he's immune from being called out for that shit. Now, in relation to- But that's not all Wiley's saying though. Wiley's not only calling him out on that. Wiley felt slighted because of Stormzy's tune, Wiley Flow. Which I thought was a bit of a stretch. I feel like it was a bit. It was a one. It was a reach, bro. It was. It was. It was a surf reach, bro. It was. I felt like it was an. It was a. It was an excuse in it. I feel like he just wanted to bar with him. He definitely wanted to bar. But there's nothing wrong with that. So then why? So that's what? What did you say? There's nothing wrong with that. So why when he says clash, you're disappearing? He didn't disappear like that, though. Okay, so what is it when you don't show up? Ghost. He weren't about though. Okay, cool. How do you know Stormzy didn't know that Wiley weren't going to be about? So he, he was like, you know what? You know why? Because it was, it wasn't, it wasn't. A, you man are like sticking up for Stormzy, Stormzy too much, bro. I'm not you're sticking up for Stormzy. That's what you're sticking up for Wiley. But Wiley's we're not. We're playing. We've seen other parts of the views. My point is, when you, when a man called you at the clash and you, and you look funky in the limelight, he's the Godfather. I'm never going to take away from him. The only reason I say he's diminishing his legacy is because I don't want younger people to know. We're always going to know Wiley for Wiley. I don't want that next generation to know him for Twitter. But back to Wiley Flow. We're in a different quick. time though, bro. But back to Wiley so therefore he's diminishing quick. his legacy then. It's not diminishing it though, I don't think. If the younger generation know you for Twitter? Yeah, but they're not going to know him for anything else. They don't, if they're not checking for his music anyway, Twitter's, if, Wiley, if anything, Twitter's going to make him go and check him if music. Wiley just gave out flowers. If Wiley just gave out flowers, 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 flowers. That won't be enough. But to people who gave, grew up on, on Wiley, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of them who feel like he is tarnishing his legacy too. With the Wiley Flow that was a bait excuse uh, trying to draw <laughs> out Stormzy. That was homage. Clearly that was homage. He was but, using Wiley's flow in Wiley's flow. How was that homage? <laughs> How was that a diss? Well, I took his We've own. had the same conversation about Jay and Big and you say that's homage. It's the same thing. Or You like that one, right? Or <laughs> Or That was a comment of a heart right there, bro. Bro, I'm just saying like, so Wiley is... Not only is he a troll, he just used it as an opportunity to go at Stormzy. Yeah, but for, is he just, clearly he doesn't clearly what for you is he diminishing his legacy? Just for you, straight up. Yeah. Okay. I think he is because you're a hypocrite. I don't, think, I don't think he can diminish his legacy, man. I feel like he he's done this his whole career. He absolutely this ain't nothing new. Yeah, Look, the degree of the diminishing is whatever, is another story entirely. But I feel like you're dampening what you've built 
when you're calling out people for doing the exact same thing, stepping out of the genre that you've done. That's all. I think if you're a grime guy, who's only, if you're paying money, and so you're you think it's the, so, then cool. If you're Wiley, then your opinion doesn't matter as much because you're doing the same thing. So you think it's the reasons, the reasons for him calling out Storms is what's diminishing his legacy? They're whack. Yeah. So that's diminishing his legacy. I think so. If anything, you were the one who made it okay to do that sort of thing, stepping out of grime. I know it was a different time, but they're following your blueprint. They're following the blueprint. No, they're not. They're not following <laughs> Wiley's blueprint. You man, stop it. Did they clash the blueprint of absolutely out of grime? That's what we're talking about. It, Wiley weren't. Wiley was like fucking. He was like fifth or sixth out of the elite what? to do it. So what? So this. So when, so he's it. hardly following Wiley's fucking blueprint. No, no, he's still he's following just because you're fifth or sixth. Just because that Wiley blueprint. did not start. Yeah, but. He, you can still he follow us on Blueprint for not starting site. He was not one of the leading yes, ones that did was. it. Wearing my Rolex is probably one of the Wearing my Rolex was the biggest commercial song for a while. Bro, when did that come though? That came after Tenchi did it, after Chip was, made Chip did it. But it's Wiley doing it though. I think it was around the same time, no? I think it was a little bit. No, but it's Wiley doing it. Do you see what I'm saying? It's the difference between Tenchi and it's Wiley, the Godfather. So you Bro, but you could argue that them man were bigger than Wiley. But Wiley's still Wiley. He's still Wiley. He's still the Godfather. Bro, we're looking at it from two different lenses. You can look at it from the lens of being within actual grime in the culture, and then you can look at it from like mass appeal. Mass appeal wise, Wiley is nowhere near as big as the people that attempted to go pop first within grime. I agree with you. To the people in the culture, it's different. That's my point. The Stormzy was in the culture. Yeah, but the so point when is, he's looking at Wiley. Yeah, but he wasn't looking. Yeah, but he wasn't looking at Wiley as one of those ones that you know broke down the door to like go. No, but he's looking at Wiley like if he that's could do it. If he's looking at Wiley as if he could do it as the Godfather, I could break down that door, bro. I can put money on the fact that Stormzy weren't thinking. Oh, Godfather did it. I'm gonna try. I mean, maybe he said yeah. he. Maybe. That's not. That's not what we're trying to suggest. We're trying to suggest that he's basically following a blueprint. That even if Wiley didn't start, he had a hand in molding. That's all. I've got to disagree, man. The whole idea of grime artists making pop music, I mean, maybe he didn't pioneer it, but he's got some of the biggest songs from that era. Where My Rolex is probably top three. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yo, Where My Rolex was Come big. Come on. Yeah, really? Where My Rolex was big. I'll throw my phone at your head. Where My Rolex was big, bro. That's, I hated that song. I feel song. like Heatwave was number one as well. Oh, fuck that song too. Uh, Heatwave was In trash. the Rhythmic Awards. You know what? Maybe, <laughs> do you know what it is? Maybe, maybe. <laughs> Yo, Yemi's a bastard, bruv. Yo, maybe, do you know what it is? Maybe I, because I can identify with the villain in Wiley, maybe I just love it. Because you are a villain. Yes. Sir. Yes, I am. See, you know it. This is the first time you embraced it. Maybe I'm just enjoying the fact that he's just causing so much trouble. I used to enjoy it. But do you know what I'm saying? Now, I, I love it. I think it's great look, entertainment. It's great for the, the culture. The spectacle is great. No, not now. His reasons are shaky. I don't think it is now. I'm yeah, done with yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's getting a bit I'm done with it now, now bro. At it's this point, now it's like, yo, he beat you when you he molly whopped your ass. It wasn't a molly whopping. Can I, can relate, can I, I not have an opinion, sir? No, you cannot. I, I felt <laughs> it was babyality, animality, this guy. and fatality. All the bruv, it was, you remember Street Fighter? Yeah. When it's flawless victory. I thought it was that. It that wasn't was Mortal Kombat, sorry. Relax, it wasn't like, perfect victory. That's what Street Fighter say. Perfect. Right. Okay, we get it. Nah, you're right. Wiley's okay. a bit of a hypocrite. For the reasons he's going up. <laughs> but I, but, but I also, he is a bit of a hypocrite. Yeah, but I also sympathise with him because again, I'm not the biggest Stormzy fan. So when it initially happened, the beef, I was like, okay, Stormzy's going to have to do something now because Wiley's getting a bit too loud. But Wiley yeah, has just got to a point where if he had, if it stopped before he started ranting again, then it would have been fine. We would have forgot it. But he keeps going. And it's like, bro, you're fighting a losing battle. 
mm. all the time because now you just look mad. I do think um, it was very strategic on Stormzy's part though. I think it's easy just to be like, you know what? Fuck it. No, but Drop it everything. But it did a, cash it, me. But he didn't do that though. It wasn't what, like that. Storms? It wasn't like that. Wiley kept on sending for Stormzy. Stormzy's in the middle of a world tour. Come back for the Brits. I'm here for five days. Let's clash. That's not planned. It's like you sending for me. We come back to London and be but like, I'm here for five that? days. Let's oh, go. Yeah, but me saying, yo, drop everything. Meet me here. No, but then, knowing that I'm not around. Yeah, but if you keep sending for me did he every know, day, though? every day you're Did he know? And then now I've got five days where I'm in London. I've just come back from America and I'm about to go head out to a and I've got five days. And I didn't know you was in Cyprus. And if I told you you got five days, you can make your way back. If you really care the way you say you care, you can make it work in five days. And we know Wiley's the type of personality where if he wants to do something impulsive, 100%. This guy don't show up to flipping video shoots just because. Wiley, if he, if he, I'm not saying, if he cared the way he said he cared, he can make it work in five days. At this point, it doesn't really matter whether they clash or not because Wiley's already won, lost the war. 100%. He's lost the battle and the war. But again, it doesn't matter because even if he is tarnishing his legacy a little bit, it's not to the degree where we're not going to look at him as an authority on grime. Because obviously he is. He's still going to be a big voice. It's just that his voice now, we're not going to be as, I, well, I don't know, me personally, I can't really speak for me. I'm not going to listen to him as much because all he does is chat shit. Yeah, I agree. Like, there's a difference between being the Godfather and speaking your mind and being the Godfather and just chatting shit. <laughs> and that's what that's what he's doing right now. All he's doing is chatting shit and all this Godfather shit. Okay, cool. He's just a person. If D-Double was doing the same thing that Wilder was doing, we'd be talking about him too. Yeah, it? but with D-Double, it's not in his character. Yeah, This is all in gone. Wiley's character, which is why it doesn't, it don't do nothing for how I see Wiley. It's just different on Twitter, I guess, isn't it? Because Twitter's more, we didn't have Twitter back in the day. We just knew he was a troll. It's bloody entertaining. Maybe, maybe we're able to see the reactions to yeah, his trolling so now, and that's what's influencing yeah. us. But at the same time, like, it's just, it probably can't affect him. He's like Teflon, but at the same time, like, I do wish sometimes he'd stop it. And to be honest, he did use it as marketing because I think he, well, he was meant to drop an album on New Year's Day that still hasn't come. Yeah, keep so it. He more or less dropped everything to just do Twitter fingers. Yeah, keep it. So keep even it. he's messing up his own flipping rollout. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It, so there's no real redeeming quality from any of this that he's doing. That's what I'm saying. So he slightly ruined his legacy, I think, because it's like, bro, you talk too much. Mm. You're a chatty patty. <laughs> You're Twitter fingers. Shut your bitch ass up. <laughs> <laughs> bro, you had five days you didn't go. It's done out here, fam. Nah, Yemi, but Yemi, wait, look, Yemi you, smelled George Swift's neck in one day. Can you notice? <laughs> Meanwhile, you had five days. It's going to be a running theme of the episode. We do need to know if he's back in London, though. We need to find that out. Yo, why am I picturing Yemi sniffing George Smith's neck? Relax, relax, just relax. one big. <laughs> you know where the rock? You know where the rock goes? No, and he looks that. in the air. When he turns you know where the rock? No, and he looks in the air. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. I didn't do that. While well, he's listening to the millions. Yeah, and he literally <laughs> shuts up. And he just puts his nose in the air like, and he goes like this. That's Yemi yeah, fight with George no, Smith. <laughs> you think Yemi inhaled when he sniffed her neck? Big yo, yo, Big left. Man. He definitely took her. Yo. <sighs> and, he just, and he just walked. And you know what he's- Yemi looks like the time. He tried to walk away cool as well. Yo, I bet you tried to walk away cool. He hugged her. You man, he went like this. I'll keep rushing. He said something cool, yeah, I'll catch you on the other side. Like a, you might not act like I can't fight. It's mad. You might not act like I can't fight. He told me I'll catch you on the other side. Bear Cordy just, I'll catch you on the flip side. Wait a minute, what did I say? <laughs> you might not act like I can't fight. You reckon he held on for too long when he hugged her? Yeah, she definitely thought, what's this weird old doing? <laughs> yeah, but he's definitely yeah, tapped to hold on for too yeah, long. Yeah, he's just there like, okay then. Lingering. Yo, and she's like, you don't get your bitch ass off me. Oh, 
people are gonna fight. Yo, if I ever meet George Maguire, I'll ask her if like yo, if my brother held, held on for yo, too when he long. Yo, he held you. Yeah, just was it a bit. It was a second too. Long. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying. Ah, uh, both of you meet me outside. Anyway, shout out Wiley, man. You're never gonna stop trolling. You're never gonna stop speaking your mind. It don't mean we gotta listen. So, uh, is what it is. I just for the people that listen, when rhymes like Dan's podcast is they're here for everything Wiley's doing. I hope you guys know that's Peter tweeting that. Yeah, definitely. And Peter. nobody else. Because we are not here for what he's doing. We don't condone what he's doing. Shut your bitch ass up. <laughs> for sure, for sure. All right, let's move on to the next topic. So um, obviously rappers are seen by their fans, by people who are in support of them, by people who might not necessarily support them as role models. People that other people can, you know, take their, the way they move, their behavior, just their impact and, you know, let it affect their own lives. But I guess what I want to know is, are rappers really role models? And if they are, what kind of role models should they be to people? What, what triggered this thought? No, man, I've always had it. I've always had it in my mind because I've always had it. I've always felt a way about people who say that public figures are role models. Therefore, they have a responsibility to their fans, people who support them and all that stuff. I've always felt a way about it because I'm like, it's just they're just one person like depending on what they do their line of work or whatever it's it's not in their control how people take them and if people are going to take what they do as gospel as to how they should run their lives so it's always been a it's always been a thought lingering you might say it's a tricky one man i think to a degree yeah they they are they are role models man like i think when you when you start assuming a position of that of in which you can influence people to a certain degree, you have a certain duty of care to be responsible with how you carry yourself. Um, by no means am I saying that these rappers, grime artists need to, they don't, they're not raising children. Of course they're not, they're not, but they got a duty of care in how they carry themselves and, what they do in the public eye. Is that there, there, there are a lot of people watching them, a lot of youngsters watching them, especially for those that come from like ends. Like it's tough. Is it fair though? Uh, Essentially. They you assume that position when, you, when you're doing something that in, can influence a bunch of people. Naturally, you assume that position, whether you like it or not. So I, I think it being fair kind of goes out the window. When you put yourself in the public eye, unfortunately you're kind of at the mercy of those that not only consume your music, but spectators. But then that might like be a crutch to certain people because depending on what you do, let's say like a gangster rapper, for instance, like, and what they talk about. And then someone who listens to them, this is an extreme example, but some, if you're talking about gun clapping guys all the time and then one of your fans actually goes into like a bank or whatever and does a bank robbery and then that's linked back to you. Is that then fair? Now, art is art. You can express yourself in your art however you choose to. I'm more so talking about outside of the music because- Well, when they do stuff, that's got nothing to do. Yeah, because how you, in Mo, how you interpret somebody's art is going to be different from how I Understood. take. So if you're listening to a rapper that talks about clapping, man, it might be different to how I'm receiving it. Understood. It might, you might not feel the urge to go out and clap someone. I might feel the urge to go out and clap someone. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So they've they got no control over that. I'm also talking about what they do outside of the music and the responsibility that comes with how you act outside of the music. That's what I'm referring to. True. I don't think they've got responsibility outside the music though. 
I think we can't, whatever you do as a human being, outside doing anything flagrant, like other stuff, like I'm just talking about everyday life, like say you get to a fight or whatever. If they do that, I don't think we should ever look at them and be like, yo, you look bad. You've got people watching you, like, so that's, yeah, because they're just living an artist is not here to parent your kid. Do you get what I'm saying? Like an artist is not your kid. That's not, he's not here to parent your kid or she's not here to parent your kid. So if they're just going about life, so like for example, say they go on Insta and catch a guy and beat him up. I don't look at that as, oh, yo, you look crazy. Depends on the situation. What if the person tried to fight him and then they beat the person up? Is there anything wrong with that? So I don't, whether it's music or outside music, I've never looked at artists and think, yo, you need to be a role model or you need to do something accordingly. Yo, you're a human being. You're going to fuck up. You're going to make music. You're going to live your truth. That's got nothing to do with you and the way I perceive you. But people will always hold, because you're a public figure, people will hold on to your fuck ups. And, will always and I don't agree with that you. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that either. Unless they do something flagrant, like I said. Unless, but if it's, if they've done other shit and it's, I can't hold that against you. I'm not, I don't have no moral high ground over other people. A perfect example is we've all got little cousins. Yeah. So like how, what we teach our little cousins naturally because we're older than them, they are going to assume us to be that, that lead figure and follow our lead. Yeah. That's kind of what it is for a lot of these rappers and grime artists. Naturally, there were youngsters in the hood that are looking at a lot of their favorite artists and watching everything that they do. Now, I'm not saying that like- Is it different? As, uh, no, I disagree with that. There's a difference. Bro, like size little, little brother, Ozzy, like yeah. he watches a lot of what I do. Yeah, but he physically so, knows you. So what does that mean? So then there's a difference between him knowing you, touching you, interacting with you. So therefore I can Bro, see we why all you- listen no, to- let me talk. I, I see why you feel there's a responsibility on the way you act to say his little cousin. You didn't let me finish though. What, I can't? Um, the point I was making with that though is obviously because I'm older than him and because we have a close relationship, he naturally will look at me in a certain way. So I'm aware that obviously I'm going to live my life. I'm going to make certain mistakes, but I'm also aware that like there are certain things that I say to him and certain things that I do around him that will influence him. So that doesn't mean I'm still not going to make my mistakes, but it just means I'm aware of the responsibility that I have to somebody younger than me that's watching me. Do you consider yourself a role model? To him? Um, of sorts, yeah. Doesn't mean I'm not going to fuck up. And that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that these artists are not allowed to make their mistakes and fuck up and be human. But, but I'm just saying, be aware of the fact that, yo, millions and thousands of people are watching you. So there are certain things and there are certain pull that your words will have that a lot of these men are going to listen to. So, like, if you're, so if you're if you're moving outside of the music with bare man holding straps, you don't think that's going to influence like a young group of lads in Peckham, Dulwich, Camberwell, to maybe feel like, yo, that's cool. Maybe I might do the same. But what if that's your life? As um, an artist? Like, what if that's your truth? Are, but also, they could be in situations where- They need that straps. kind of uncontrollable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The problem, my problem is when people attach a certain image onto someone, and then when it does, when they don't hit, reach that image of being a role model, it's then a problem. Like, they're not doing what they're meant to be doing. They're not doing their hard work and their duty of care. So then it becomes a little bit like, unfair to the artist. So if you do, if you are about that life, if you do, re if you do reflect a certain attitude or, or, or whatever, like, is it fair to be considered a role model in a sense? I think it comes down to you as an individual and understanding your higher purpose. I think when you've got a certain knowledge of self, you start looking at things a bit differently. So like, um, we always name this artist, but Jay-Z is a perfect example. I think he understands from early, I think he understood what he was here to do and what he was going to try and encourage within our community. Um, 
Doesn't mean he weren't still going to fuck up and make certain mistakes, but I guess, how, especially with how he moves now, I think he's maybe more so aware how the whole of hip hop are watching him and looking at him. So there are certain things that he's going to do that a lot of people might follow and do as well. But so he, I think he's very careful with the sort of the things that he puts out there and the things that he does as well. He had to grow into that though. He was, That's what I'm saying. He made his mistakes. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah, exactly. So but we live in a society now where people aren't allowed to make mistakes. Otherwise- I disagree with that. You, you disagree? No, I disagree with not being allowed to make mistakes. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, but we live in a society now where everyone lives out their lives under the microscope of millions of people. So when they do fuck up, they're not allowed to then be repentant. They're not allowed to change. They're not allowed to grow- from that experience. Back in Jay-Z's day, when he was coming up, that they were afforded as much time as possible. And if they did fuck up, they did fuck up and you know they improved their situation. But nowadays, you can say something maybe a little bit wild and you're ha- quote unquote canceled in a sense. Mm. So it's different now. The, the era is different to where it's probably a little bit more unfair now than it was back then for someone to be considered a role model because essentially they're treading on thin ice. They can't do anything wrong. Because if they do, then people react a certain way. And yeah, it isn't necessarily like fair to them. It's, it's tough, isn't it? Um, it? It is tough and I do feel for him, but you assume that responsibility, man. Uh, I really think you do, man. There's a very thin line between, I guess, living your life and doing what you do, what you think is right. And I guess promoting that and understanding that yo, other people are watching you I as well. I get me, but I think... Like Rich is a great example. You don't think that Rich is aware that we look up to him or the things that he does around us can influence us. You don't think he's aware that we are... He is a sort of role model to us. Yeah, he 100%. Do you get what I'm saying? So whether he likes it or not, because he's older than us and he's our brother, he is assuming that role. Doesn't mean he ain't going to fuck up though. But we're not the type of people to hold it against them anyway. Is Kodak Black really a role model? You know what I'm saying? Is NBA young boy really a role model? I guess- Does your age come into it as well then? Because you just named some artists that are really young. Yeah, I mean, but even then, they're still considered role models to some people, whether it's their fans, whether it's rap commentators. Someone, like you say, someone who's in the public eye, someone who has an influence, someone who has a clout, as it were, in, in the scene. Like they're always going to be seen as a role model, but we know that they're problematic people. I don't know if NBA is, but Kodak clearly is. Mm. NBA kind of is. Kind of is. Yeah. All right, cool. So is it then fair to put that on them? Because they are people from very abject like environments, mm. making a living, rapping, making money, and they're still going to fuck up in quite big ways. But I don't expect. I don't think it's fair to put that pressure on them as well. Mm. Obviously, yeah. fair to put you think across the board. Yeah, just if you, if you've come, say Chief Key for example, mm. come from Chicago, sixteen years old, makes the biggest song in the world, has a million, million, millions of people that are following him. You can't put a kid like that on. Just yo, there's a lot of people you don't know any better. Do you get what I'm saying? That's not, like, it's an age thing. But yeah, how yeah, old? Like how long do you have to be in the game until when's a fair time to? That's why I feel like across the board, I don't look at people like I say, yo, they have to be a role model because then is there a time limit on? But when they start blowing to where they get to that we can finally say, all right, we can look up to him. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, like how yeah, soon yeah. into their music do we say, okay, now you can be a role model or is it straight from the get-go? Mm. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Because yeah, then if it's, if it's not straight from the get-go, it can't be halfway. And if it's straight from the get-go, I don't think it's fair. When you get to a position that you're influenced and you can influence people. But you can influence people from your first song. 
Chief Keef was um, even not if people don't listen. Not if people don't listen to him. What? Not if people don't listen to him. You people that listen to him. So Chief Keef's first song, Blue, had a million, two, three, four million people following him, or whatever. He's 16 years old. He comes from Chicago. Do you think he cares about looking a certain it's way? It's different with the Chief Keef, though, because he wasn't putting much of his personal life out there. Like I said, I'm not talking about in the music. So what you talk- in the music, that's your art. Express yeah. your art the so way you want out- to. Of even- course, I would like for artists to talk less about clapping, man. But you're saying I'm talking outside the music and how you move outside the music. Yeah, but my point is, say if you're 16 years old or 17 years old and you move reckless outside, you don't know any better. So therefore, is it fair that we look at this person at 17 and 18 and go, yeah, he's not a role model. But then do we wait till he's 25? Like, at what point do we say, yo, they're just artists. They're, they're, we're, we're not meant to be looking at I these guys I think you associate being a role model with people who act like it. You associate J. Cole with being a role model because he moves in a certain way that would suggest that. Yeah. Kendrick is the same. Jay-Z is the same. That's the problem. Conscious. But then there's some people that are... But I think that's, yeah, a, that's a massive Pete, problem. I think though. what Pete's saying is that people that don't are the complete opposite that people still look up to. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. But I think what Yemi just said is a massive problem. What? Us putting this role model on particular artists rather than putting on everybody. I don't think we should put it on anybody. That goes back to what they say in their music and how they move outside the music. So it's kind of, this, it's kind of a, like a mixture of everything. And I don't think we should put it on anybody. I don't I think that responsibility is fair on anybody. Unless they want it. Yeah. Unless they physically like Charles Barkley has a great I quote. I disagree with that. Charles man. Barkley's got a great quote and he says, I'm not a role model. Because Charles Barkley flagged, I think he does something to a fan. And he said, I'm not a role model. Don't look, because they were like, you're a role model. How dare you do this? And he said, I'm not a role model. I'm just a human being that's unfortunately, or fortunately, in the public eye. But, the but then he would say that, but then he'd probably like pull up his young nephew and be like, yo, do this, do that, move that way, move that way. Yeah, but, like yeah, him, but the point is, I'm the it's different. I'll treat you lot differently to how I'll but treat someone at work. he's to that, hasn't he? Bro, naturally, I'll treat you differently how to treat someone at work, right? Because I've got more love for you. Then that's based on you and your perception and your mentality. For me, with where I am in life at the moment and how I'm continuing to grow, anytime I see a young black boy, I feel as though... I'm a role model for them and I'm going to encourage them to do the best that they can in whatever they want to do. That's just me. So it also does come down to where you are in your life as well. I, get what, I think there's a difference between that. wanting... Whether you want I to want, or not. I don't, I, don't, I don't necessarily... It's a lot of responsibility. It's, a, it's heavy on us. Yeah. I may not necessarily want it, but that's just the way it is, especially with like the way society is now. I think even more so we need more young black boys to come forth and tr- attempt to be mentors and role models. Which is why I'm assuming that. Doesn't mean I want that responsibility, but, but I feel, feel like, like it's needed. Yeah, of course. Now I'm not disagreeing with you, bro. And I feel like some I feel like art oh, should have the same sort of mentality. No, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm not saying that, yo, yo, I'm just saying I feel like it's unfair to put that pressure on the artists that don't want it. Especially for young artists. It's only unfair young if you don't allow them to make mistakes. Like what you say? It's only unfair if you don't allow them to make 100%. mistakes. 100%. Which is what it which is what it's leading to these days. And also, like I said, when does it begin? When does the quote unquote role model begin? Do you see what I'm saying? When is that quote unquote? Oh, you're now a, a role model star. An artist who blows up at 16 should not be looked at. No way, a, bruv. You're not even a... because he's he's still young. You're... He's still living out his life. B. He's still got mistakes to That's make. That's my point. He's still got to, he's still got to attain a knowledge of himself and where he's going as well. So what, do so, we wait till he's 25? I mean, you wait. You can attribute it to how you would in real life, though. When you get to a certain point, yeah. you start That's placing certain responsibilities on on just you on, on people in it's general. Not to you. It's not up to them. That's what I'm saying, though. Yeah, exactly. I'm saying, unless they want it. Don't put that on them. That's when you, when you have a, if you have a son, at what point are you going to say to him, yo, listen, you got to start. If he's got younger brothers, at what point are you going to say to I'll him? I'll talk to my kid from the start about that kind of stuff. But I'm saying- So from the jump, are you always going to be like, yo, you're a role model to your youngsters. You can't be doing yeah, this yeah, on the first. Say if, if I have a kid and he's got a younger brother, I'm actually going to tell him like- So yo. we can't apply that to artists as well? No, I'm saying, no, because that's different. That's 
you f- that's family. The guy's literally looking up to you. I'm saying, but if an artist is no, like 15, but then 16, that's my point. But then I'm also going to tell, tell, tell my kid, yo, don't look up to these man. That's my job as a parent. But at what age are you going to start saying to your son if you have a son and you've got a younger child, yo, he looks up to you. You need to make sure you're doing this, that, and the, the minute third. he's clued on, whatever that be. That Give me your age, no, roughly. That, it, it depends on but that's a twelve-year-old could be clued on more than a fifteen-year-old. Do you know what I'm saying? It just depends on when I. Yeah, feel but like, just for argument's sake, just, just for argument's sake, say year seven. Wait, how old are we in year seven? 13, 13, 14. 11. Oh, never mind. 11, 12. Yeah, 13, 14. 13, 14. So with that argument, very loosely, I don't think it's that far-fetched to no, say to a 16-year-old rapper or a 17-year-old rapper, like, yo, no. you've got people watching you. Be careful of how you move. No, there's, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It doesn't mean that like, he has to be like, you know, fucking nailed to the cross for every mistake he makes in public. But it's no. his responsibility. In, in theory, in theory. Why? Because he's 16. In theory, you're probably So what, when you're 16, you don't know right from wrong? Bruv, he's- No, his, in theory, 16, you're probably right. You're not responsible depends. for 3 million people watching what you're doing. Bruv, I'm not saying that he can't make mistakes, but- so move accordingly. If you're 16, 17, why the fuck Pete, can we not hold these men? Why? It depends because it depends on the artist is being put into the limelight very, very early. Being 16 and being in the limelight, being the talk of the town in, in the rap game or whatever is, is daunting. So they've got to grow through that. And obviously in the case of Chief Keith, he didn't have the best upbringing, did he? He probably didn't have a lot of oh, role wait. models. He didn't have a lot of oh, role models wait, in his life. So he probably doesn't even know, understand the notion of being a role model. And then he's thrust into the spotlight. So it very much depends on a, a person's situation. In your, in your example of Mo's child, he's already in a loving... Allegedly, because Mo has no kids. Allegedly, sorry. Um, <laughs> but no, man, he's, but I'm, just, be, I'm just saying, man. I'm be, clearing your name out there. Yeah, I'm saying. Very much, because I weren't going to clear shit. <laughs> but he would be in a loving, caring situation, whereas someone like a Chief Keep, someone like a Kodak Black, who we know have had problems growing up and stuff, and then they're given this, they have this musical talent, and then they're brought to a certain level, and then they're expected to be role models when they're still just trying to learn about themselves. Yeah, fine. I think it's different, man, because the big difference being like, Mo's alleged child is not going to be in the spotlight. He's not going to be doing press interviews every flipping second of every day, talking about what it means to be a role model and stuff. He's going to have the opportunity to learn from someone that he looks up to. Whereas Chief Keith might not necessarily. And then he's being asked to be one. He doesn't even know how to himself. Mm. So it is different. Like if you're going to be a rapper or if you're going to be like- But that's assuming that someone like a Chief Keith doesn't have people that he looks up to though. That's True. under that assumption. That's under the What assumption. if he has had people that he's looked up to that have mentored him? Is it then too much to say, yo, cool, I've done this for you. Bear in mind, I right, cool, you're 19, 20 years of age now. You're a rapper, you're a superstar. You got bare people watching. Yeah, but it depends on, yeah, like it depends on how you grow up as well, though, innit? If he had that, then yeah, but if he never, then. But also, even no. if he did have that, you might just want to wild out. Of course. No, we've made mistakes. Make mistakes. We've had rich our whole life and our sister. We've made mistakes. Obviously, it's not to their standard because we're not superstars, isn't it? Catch your body, son. <laughs> and we're not superstars, but I'm kind of trying to link it because I don't think it's that far off. I think it's a lot. Far I know. Off. I, I hear you. I don't. I don't. I know being an artist is way more difficult. How you adapt to, how you adapt to like you know millions of people watching you compared to like you know just you you know being a local, just being in your neighborhood is very different. And I can't even. Perfect. Begin to like comprehend that, but I think the responsibility still might be the same though. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, I just think everything changes once you are a public figure. Because even though in theory they probably should turn on that role model hat a little bit more when they are a public figure, it also creates this 
expectation. And when you don't meet that expectation, it gets a bit sticky for them. So it's very, it's a, it's a tightrope. Mm. So even if in theory, they probably are role models, it isn't always fair to class them as such because A, of their come up, how they, how they came up in the game, like how their, their, their upbringing and stuff like that. And just their general views on life and their general views on themselves. So to just blanketly call everyone that is a public figure or role model, I don't think is fair. Yeah. Mm. I've said That's fair a good a point. I've said fair a lot in this segment. But yeah. I mean, I don't think you, I agree with you. Maybe it's because of my, the way I view it. I've never looked at our eyes, I think. You're a role model. Maybe I'll just... I, I, I didn't used to, but I think the older I get, I am understanding that there are artists, there are artists that say certain things that can be quite irresponsible and yeah, can affect and no, influence can people. And can, but, yeah, but yeah. where I'm seeing the reaction to a lot of irresponsible things that are done and said, that's when I'm deep in, oh shit, you lot actually like have power. You lot actually influence people. You lot actually have bare people like watching you, oh, man. Fair enough, give you. You kind of have to be careful with what comes out of your mouth now. So whether you like it or not, watch your, watch you your. might low-key be that of, you know, a role model to certain people. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, get, right. I follow you, but... For us, for, for someone like me, like I don't, I, I don't hold certain artists to certain standards just because of disappointment. But I don't know. I think... I don't know, it's a tough one. My role model's never been- I'm, like, st I'm still figuring yeah, it out, but yeah. Like my role model's always just, only role model I think I've ever had was me, Michael Mix, but that's outside music. Because even with this argument, it comes back to why people were vexed at Kanye, why people were vexed at some people. I don't think that's a role model. You don't think that's a role model thing? I think the reason why people were vexed at Kanye is because just who he aligned himself with. That could have been- Okay, so but that comes down to his, his responsibility or irresponsibility with certain things that he does and says. And believe, that's because of well, the community that he- role model. No, I'm not saying, that's, I mean, that's, I mean, my, no, my, my annoyance with him oh. wasn't because he was my role model. It was just more, it didn't align with your music. Fair enough. With Kanye, I looked for him for certain things. In so, a lot of my artists that are like, that make me feel good, I look for inspiration sometimes. So I, I don't know if that's a role model. I don't know, but I look to certain arts. For but it's evident by the music you listen to as well. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe it might be a me thing. I don't know. Like I listen to street music. I'm not going to get a strap. The majority of my favorite rappers are hood. But do you internalize them, the lyrics like that? No, Some I love it. There you go. Some I'm people never do though. Yeah, but then that's not their fault. They're just living their truth. You talking about the, oh yeah. Yeah, the, the people that, the artists that spit about whatever they've, but we've always, we've agreed here that in, in music is, you're allowed to rap, right? Or no? Art is art. Art is art. So I, I'm just saying like, yeah. It's all, but, but art is art until people realize that art and then blame it on artist what do you mean i mean if someone is going to rap about cl gun clapping and then someone actually claps up i don't know like a corner shop and then he says i don't know he, he had nba young boy in his ipod before he did it it's not nba young boy's fault but he would be pen but he would yeah be, he would be but we but know that's, that's what his fault yeah but we know, yeah, know that's but, his fault. Yeah. but people would yeah but that's like drill now yeah a lot of the young stuff is getting building from drill but i don't think he's got nothing to do with that we don't but yeah. people do fair enough and my main point is people shouldn't have such high expectations yeah, yeah, yeah. of people unless they want to be. That's all. I agree. Yeah. That's a tough one, man. Shout out to J. Cole. Just, just, oh, just be the best. I haven't done it in a while. Just be the best you can be, man. It's literally that, isn't it? Yeah, man. Just do what you can and be the best you can be. Feel that. Well, thanks for answering the question, guys. Much appreciated. Did we answer it? Uh, he did. You said yes. <laughs> to a degree. 
Yes, to a degree. <laughs> the asterisks. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, we're going to move on to the uh, final topic. Mo, would you like to explain it? Since it was your bright idea. I'm going to butcher explaining it. But basically, it was last week was the NBA All-Star game. And then just courtside, there was a lot of musicians. So it got me thinking, like... No, honestly, this is going to sound crazy, but it got what me to thinking, think? like... <laughs> it got me thinking, what's the basketball equivalent what you of contemplating? Like, yeah, I was here just yeah. twiddling my thumbs, thinking... You had a wonder. As a wonder, Yo, as some Mo twiddling his thumbs is wild. As some might call it. Don't ever tell me about twiddling your thumbs again, bro. This is what happens... Can I just say, the listeners, this is what happens every day, fam. I say something in the group, and the D's not gang up on me, but that's neither here nor there, fam. Now, we know we one... On each other. One, one has admitted he's a villain. That's the... <laughs> one of... Person here is a sarcastic bastard, fam, and doesn't embrace it. But anyway, Do you know what's mad? I'm what? really embracing this villain role, though. At least even on it. Twitter. No, you are. Oh yeah, you definitely. I tweeted something about Eminem. Yeah, so, oh yo, I loved it. Yo, I'm yo, so proud. No, yo, you're legit a villain. Because I Yemi commented like, and I like, knew Eminem. <laughs> when Yemi commented, I cackled to myself as well. You cackled, and I was in darkness. No, don't ever tell me. Don't ever tell me. Don't ever tell me. I was in darkness too. Anyway, just quickly. So you're mad. This guy as well. Imagine we say the dark. We say the lights were off. Yeah. Say that again? <laughs> no, don't tell him to say it again, bro. Come on. Relax. He was on the hammer. Was... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, so basically, yeah, I was watching that. And I just started thinking the basketball equivalent of rappers just because there was a few there. Like Quavo was there, Cardi was. I was thinking, they were basketball player, who would they be? So with us being in the UK, I thought if you had to make an equivalent of a footballer to a rapper, what would it be? And why? And who? Make sense? Yes. 100%. What, what explain? I um, try, King. I try. You could go first. May I go you're, first? You're in a hurry. Thank you, sir. Okay. <laughs> um, this was a difficult one for me, man. Because I know you initially said we should list five rappers, but I was like, no, I can't do this. Yeah. I started off with Dave and I was thinking, who? who's the equivalent? Who's the footballing equi- equivalent of Dave? And I first thought Raheem Sterling. But then the more I thought about it, the more I kind of talked myself out of it. The reason why I initially thought that was because they're both young, they're both black, they're both, um, I mean, Sterling's a bit older than than Dave, um, but they're both performing to a very high level at the moment. They've Sterling's won the Prem. He's won a couple of prestigious personal awards. Dave just come off the back of winning Mercury last year and then Brit, Brit Awards. So I was thinking, all right, cool, that's, that, those two are- That's a good one. That's checked off. Um, they both kind of speak out about, you know, societal issues, racial issues. So I was like, all right, cool. That, that's a small link there. Then I stopped and I was like, all right, yeah, this might be a bit of a stretch. I can't do it. Nice so, fit. Yeah, but there's, I thought that maybe there was more, but I had no more after that. So I was like, yeah, no, nah, it doesn't, I'm not going to do that. So then I started thinking more, about more. And then um, big up um, Jesse Bernard. Like, I was reading his article on um, the movement on Trench. And um, he was talking about each member and he was using a football analogy. And then he said, Gex was a winger. So I was like, what winger? So I was like, yeah, that's perfect. I think I, I think I can go with that. Then I started thinking about wingers in my head. And I was like, Robin. I was like, I and Robin, that might be a nice little link. So, you know, I felt as though both had the ability to perform to a very high level anywhere. Um, whether it's Gex on a, you know, slow tempo type of song, such as like Me and You with Scorcher. Or, you know, whether it's on a faster paced tune on like a song like, you know, Top 3 Selected. I was thinking, all right, cool, that that works. And then with like Robin, with him being able to play on the right wing, on the, on the left wing, you know, when he was at Chelsea, he was switching back and forth with Damien Duff. So I was like, all right, cool. And I think Damien when he, Duff. <laughs> and I think when he was at Bayern Munich, he was kind of doing the same as well. So I was like, all right, cool, that's, 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 that's checked off. And I was like, both are very technically gifted. 
Um, it gets with his ability to, you know, just his rhyming patterns, his syllables. It's not easy to do what he does. And then like Robin with his ability to just control a ball, whether it's on the left side of the field, whether it's on the right side of the field. So I was like, all right, cool. That's, that's checked off as well. Um, although Robin has way more acc accolades than the Getz, I thought that the way Getz is revered by his peers, by everybody, every cultural critic, might be, it might be a bit of a reach, but it might be akin to Robin's titles that he's won. You could say, I because guess, I, I think every grime artist or every artist aims to be like revered by their peers, isn't it? So I was like, all right, cool. You know what? I'm going I'm to I'm try and do that one. Um, and yeah, both have showed like incredible consistency over their careers, man. Both had extremely long careers. Robin has stopped now. Gets is still going. Um, yeah, man. And both, I like it. Yeah, man. Both, both have, you know, had the ability to adapt to their game as well with Robin. You know, he, he started off on the wings. I tell Peter wrote this down. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. I like it though. No, but um, I like it. You know, Robin with the ability to switch from playing on the wings to playing just off the striker and, you know, the later stages of his career. Or oh, taught that football shit. And then, you know, gets his ability to, you know, switch up his content as time has gone on. You know, at the beginning, he was very aggressive, very rapid with his flow. But as he's gone on, I feel like he's matured and he started talking about more like real human shit. Um, so yeah, that's why, you know, I compared I like it. gets to Robin. I like it. Nice. Shall I go? Thank you very much. I can go next. Um, I hope you, <laughs> huh? you ain't got one that I do, but continue. Um, I've got a couple. I mean, they're probably all reaches, but I think I'm going to say Sadio Mane is equivalent to Jay Huss. The reason why I say that is I think Mane is the most dynamic player in the league as far as what he can do with the ball, his scoring ability, all round just a great footballer with a little bit of flair. Um, for the excitement and all that. And I feel like Huss is the equivalent in the music scene. I think he's the most dynamic musician that we've got in the UK. Um, his last two albums have proved that. He has flair. He has, you know, a bit of, bit of arrogance to him. Um, and also that's grounded by a little bit of humbleness as well when sometimes he raps. Um, always striving to be better as, as Manny is as well. And Manny's come a long way as has, as has Huss. Um, so that's more or less my first one. And they found the same ends. Pink. Nah. Um, Where's from Saudi Money from? Senegal. Where's and Jesus, Gambia. Oh, Gambia's in the Senegal though, so. Oh yeah, true. It's kind of near it anyway. The next one is a fun one. Um, I'm going to say Jamie Vardy. Oh, here we go. It's Eminem. <laughs> Jamie Vardy. <laughs> no, I was she going Kelly? No, no, I was going to say H. Mainly because they're both white boys popping. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I love it though. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, look, H is the pop boy. Vardy is the top goal scorer in the league. Two is he? Pop in white boys. Yes. He's got 17. Yeah. Oh. I so, 15. Who? Aubameyang. We didn't ask for that. Um, <laughs> but. <laughs> I just got that who is because you heard me, innit? Yeah. <laughs> Facts. So yeah, two white boys popping. Um, I said Kevin De Bruyne is J. Cole because, mainly because De Bruyne is the assist king in the league right now. J. Cole had an amazing 2018 slash 2019 doing features. Yep. So you could equate him to being an assist king as well. And he had Revenge of the Dreamers. Okay. All right. And I he had Revenge see, of the Dreamers that. as well. So. I like it. De Bruyne is very much like the guy to supply the balls. Cole has, Cole has proven that he could do that too. So I think they hold the same kind of authority in the game. When you said assist, I was thinking production, but then Cole don't produce anything good for other people. So I was like, ah. High power. 
high power would like to have a conversation. Oh, 10 years ago. In 2011. Yeah, that's right. You yeah. better look down. <laughs> well, you you guys won. Place, I'm sorry, you guys won. I can't say shit to that. That was about <laughs> 10 years ago, fam. Shit. His best beat. It's mad. And my last one. Oh, you got a few. Cristiano Ronaldo. This might be an obvious one, but Cristiano Ronaldo, Drake. Because yeah. the flashiest, one of the most successful, breaking records all the time. Like CR7's like going to be 35 this year and he's like the Champions League's top goal scorer. He's like going to be Portugal's top, I think he's Portugal's top goal scorer. He's going to be their top cap holder. Drake continues to break records as well. Um, they're both machines. They're both cheat codes. Um, and yeah, I just think it made sense. Okay. That's me. I respect that. I had a few. I had the Drake and Cristiano another one. Um, I got another one. Great minds. I got French Montana. Oh and I got Adele Terrapt. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I've got French Montana. They're both from the same ends as well, right? They're from the same country. <laughs> that was a good one. Adele Terrapt had a great season. Adele Terrapt. Yep. I've got another one. Now, the footballer Thierry Henry. And let me just put in context the reason why I'm saying this. Henry had a great, great eight seasons. So you could say this, this person's career for the eight, first eight years was on point. When Henri became a captain, he was, he was a shit captain. So this guy can't EP. <laughs> <laughs> and to ev- if you ask an Henri fan, Henri's the best player of all time. And when you ask this rapper, his fans, he's the greatest rapper of all time. Okay, yeah. Henri and Nas. Yeah, that. <laughs> if you don't think that fits, I'm bugging. Yeah, no, you did that just so you can say he don't EP the shit. That was yeah. good. Wait, that <laughs> doesn't it fit though? Dickhead. Doesn't um, it fit? Yeah. Henri, Henri first eight years, bang, got one. And he never won that award. I don't know if Nas' no, first eight years though. Not first eight years, but I'm just talking, Henri bangs for more than eight years. I'm just saying it for the okay, first yeah. one. But I'm saying Henri never won a Ballon d'Or. Nas never won a Grammy. Okay. But they both had, um, but at their peak were unplayable and they mm. both should have won that award. Mm. Yeah. I like All right, cool. Yeah. Next one I've got is Vissa Ricky Diaby. <laughs> so who? Vissa Ricky Diaby. Vissa Ricky Diaby. Yeah, Diaby. Oh, right, right, right. Abu. Abu Diaby. Why, why, you say the full, why are you extra? Why are you got to say the full two? I actually don't know why I said Vissa Ricky. <laughs> Only football manager people know who know, know that. You <laughs> no, because Diaby, anyway, let me get to my point. Now, Diaby never played a full season at Arsenal. He That's played a full crazy. season. No, he played a full season and then some bastard at Sunderland broke his leg. Oh, that guy's homeless now. Was that Lee Camel? Nah, not Lee Camel. Lee Camel. No, so never, he's a useless, uh, useless player. But DRB, so DRB never played a full season. But we all knew what DRB was capable of. DRB, if you ask an Arsenal fan, DRB was going to be better than Vieira. He had that kind of talent. Don't ask a Liverpool fan. Why do I feel like you're going to say something wild? Now, let me talk. Are they UK? Nah. Okay. So, my point is, so DRB never gave us a full season. Equivalent to not giving us an album. But we all knew his talent, which was otherworldly. This rapper's talent is otherworldly. So oh, I've got DRB and I've got J Electronica. <laughs> That's good. And they're both Muslim. Oh, I'm sick at this game, fam. I thought you were going to say Ice Kid. No, 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 no. But that DRB, because DRB's talent was that good and J Electronica's that good. They both, one never gave us a full season, the other never gave us an album. But when I told you DRB never gave us a full season, you see the way you lot were shocked. Because <laughs> you knew yeah, how good yeah, DRB yeah. was. DRB battered you lot one game. At Anfield, when relax. we won 2-1. Yeah, let's relax. Sorry. Sorry, I take it too far sometimes. Yes. Now, last one I've got is Steven Gerrard. Oh, Lord. And the reason why I've got Steven Gerrard, Steven Gerrard slipped. And Gunplay slipped one day against 50 Cent. When 50 Cent was chasing him, Gunplay slipped at the BET Awards. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> wait, 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 wait
So I've got, okay. I've got Gunplay and I've got Steven Gerrard. How in the fuck is Gunplay Steven Gerrard? <laughs> Just because of the slip. But yeah, that's what I've got. So I've got, now I've got you're, Adult you're, you're a wild guy, man. <laughs> now, so I had Adult Rapt, I've got French Montana, Mr. Ricky and Jay Electronica, and Nas and Henri. You've given us some real flashbacks, man. DRB, Tarapt. Tarapt. Tarapt, you know. I just started laughing Gunplay. when I thought, nah, legit, I started laughing when I thought of the Tarapt one. Gunplay, man. Promise so much. He really did, didn't it? No, I know who Gunplay is. Balotelli. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. Both could have get out their own way. And they were both. And they both, they both had, showed yeah. they were unplayable. Gunplay had the best first on Power Circle. Had the best first on Cartoons and Serial, too. Yeah. And then Balotelli had a great season at Man City. And then went to Liverpool and it all went downhill. I reckon if, he, if Gunplay dropped a, an amazing album off the back of all that, we'd still be talking about him now. Yeah. But my point, yeah. For better so, reasons. Yeah, so Balotelli and Gunplay would be my correlation. They both couldn't get out of each other's way. <laughs> That's a Ricky Diaby. So there we go, guys. Okay. Thought, well, that was great. I thought we'd done all right. Yeah, that, was yeah, that was good. That was good. Not too many reaches, I guess. Um, nah. We both we all explained ourselves pretty. I don't think pretty there was well. any reach, to be honest with you. Yeah. And it is all a marathon. The Dave one really worked for you, by the way. I don't know why you just, you should just run with it. Um, I think it worked. I don't know. I feel like I needed a bit more. I feel like they're in different parts of their career as well. But it works. I get your... Yeah. I don't think the age difference is even that crazy. Because I don't think Dave's in his prime yet. Whereas Sterling, his prime. Sterling is getting there though. He's 25. I he's think still- you're in your prime, like 27, 28. For a winger, yeah. Yeah. So he still ain't reached it yet, yeah. But, but then, Dave ain't nowhere near though. Dave's but then Robin like... wasn't at his peak at that age either. Who? Robin. Yeah. But musicians different. You can reach your peak early. You don't know when you... It's no age nah, limit. I disagree with that. There's man. no limit on age limits. When it comes Bro, to Stevie musicians. Wonder was like... He was... No, but that, that's... I'm talking about, you're talking about the goats. I'm saying... With musicians, I don't think there's an age limit to your peak. No, but there's an your album... Yeah, but the there's an album period though. Jay, Jay weren't in his prime until Dave Blueprint. Could, Dave could That be, was like 10 yeah. years after he... When was Nas in his prime? Lyrically. Yeah. It was written times. Illmatic, it was written times. That's what, that was early. Yeah, but Dave's that's one person. But, that's what, but Dave's there now. I'm not saying Dave's not in his prime, by the way. I'm just saying, I don't think Dave's in his prime. I'm not saying he's in his prime, but I'm saying I, I like the Sterling because I want to take prime into it mm. when it comes to musicians because your prime could be at any point. Yeah. I was Some people about, say Cole's prime was for your eyes only and, and for his, um, Friday Night Nights. Yeah, I thought maybe, um, I was thinking about Old Dirty Bastard, yeah? <laughs> and oh, I was trying to think, I was go. trying to find a footballing equivalent, but I couldn't think of one. There's no football I've got one, actually. Style. I've got one. Ed Kedav is because of his glasses and MF Doom. You got to explain, you got to explain <laughs> that one, bro. You both couldn't nah. see their face. You couldn't see their face fully. Strong with the scab. And Ed Kedavis. No, surely, no, pe- surely Petr Cech would be MF Doom. No, because he had a helmet. The other guy had glasses. And one was black. Doom had a mask. Yeah, but Ed Kedavis black. And glasses. But M- Ed, Ed Kedavis is black. All right, cool. Well, and Ed Kedavis had Clarence Sadoff next to him. MF Doom sure. should have had someone next to him. He had Madlib for a bit. Again, he should have had someone next to him. <laughs> Sharp. This guy, man. All right, cool. Well, let's, uh, let's wrap up. So yeah, thanks very much for listening to us once again. Um, on our 25th Thank episode. you for the love. Yes, yeah, so on our 25th episode, you know what I'm saying? Yep, Here's yep. to another 25 and then the next 25. God and the willing, next 25. God willing. Yeah, exactly. And so uh, don't be surprised if you hear Yemi smell Georgia Swift. It's going to be a running joke. He's going to be a running joke. What, you smelling George? You got already, that right. Yo, Mo, whose episode? neck would you want to smell? Yo. Neck? Yeah. Nah, no one. Do you know what it's to smell your neck? You're a freak, fam. <laughs> nah, fam. I'd just neck, like to make my... it perfectly clear, I did not sniff George's neck. You definitely, definitely sniffed her neck. You definitely sniffed her neck. <laughs> you tell, how are you telling me what Yo, I did? Yo, you definitely sniffed her neck. I did not sniff her neck. neck. You definitely sniffed her neck. I did not sniff her neck. And you done it with rocks in George's as well. I didn't do all that. You freak. Oh, I didn't do all that. <laughs> You absolute freak. <laughs> and you, yo, that's what the rock used to say to Jonathan Coachman. You sick freak. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't, 
I hope you know you smelt a woman's neck without her knowing. You absolute undivided. Until next time, people. Freak. You absolute Take freak. care. You unmitigated Stay freak. safe. You know Don't shine Barry, a light on me, you, you dickhead. You know Barry having freak. <laughs> Goodbye. You know living oh, masterpiece freak. That is funny, man. Oh, that's hilarious. Man. I want to smell my neck.